This is Betamax. My name is Fidel, and I'm joined here by my co-host, Bertie. Hey. And on this episode, we have a very special guest with us, Gina from Sheer. What's up, Gina? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for bringing us into your studio. We're in your studio right now. Yeah, you just have my house. It's not that cool. (laughs) We're in um, Thousand Oaks. Yeah. Yeah, It's your zone, buddy. Hell yeah. Yeah, 805. But, um... Yeah, we wanted to bring you on, you know, just to pick your brain, expose you, if you will. <laughs> Cancel <laughs> me. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you you have a few bands, right? You have mm-hmm. uh, Sheer, Grave School, you have a solo project, uh, Linda Susan. Yes. And you have your uh, VMO page. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you about your VMO page first, because that's really interesting to me. Like, your little, like, home vi- uh, music videos, basically. Yeah. Like, what inspired you to start doing that? Um... Well, I always, actually, I always liked making little videos like that. Like, when I was little, I had an Xbox, and you could put in, like, music on the Xbox, so yeah. I would play car racing games, and on the car replay, I would, like, play music, and, like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in reverse and make it, like, look sick. <laughs> so, I, I've always loved it, and I don't know, I just, I like capturing things as they are, and I like taking, like, photos, but just video it just seems more, like, touching, I guess. And then, like, why why that style, the, the high 8 camera? Uh, it's called art. Look it up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm Martin Scorsese. Ever heard of me? <laughs> but, um, no, I, I just, I don't know. I just wanted to get one. I think I wanted something that I could like take with me, like a camera that I could like beat up, and it's not a big deal. Yeah. And I just like the way that it looks. It's yeah, seems, I, I, like I like the, the way it looks. I, like I like the the vibe, I guess, of like a home movie. Yeah. It just seems like cooler. Maybe, like, using my phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It seems a lot more, like, I guess, personal, because you're, you're kind of putting in more thought into it. Well, I also, yeah, but I also wanted to, like, the way I have to edit it is I have to, like, digitally convert the tape file oh, that's to right. a video file. And then, like... I was actually pretty curious about that. Yeah, I have, like, a whole, like, I have to... Con- Some people plug it into, like, an actual VCR and then plug the VCR into the computer. But I got, like, just, like, a video adapter thing. So, and I can't, like... It's not like, oh, let me just delete this real quick and put a filter on it. Like, it is what it is. Yeah. And, like, I can record over the tape, but, like, the, what you capture is what you capture. Mm-hmm. It feels more permanent and more, like, meaningful. Yeah. Because, like, that's what you got and, like, you were you were drawn to record at that moment. Yeah. And that's what it is. Like, film, photography, same thing. Like, what you get is what you get. Well, what do you, like, try to capture mostly? Like, what, 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 like, out in the world when you're out, like, oh, this, I want to, I want to capture this. Um, I, I like to think that I... When I'm not, like, I I don't know. I just like to, to, I feel like I notice small things. And I, I always look at, like, I'll catch somebody doing something, like, really, or, like, organic. Mm-hmm. Just, like, being themselves or, like, it's like, the way something looks at the time. Yeah. And I always remember it. So, I'm, like, well, I'm going to capture just things that I see. And I feel like when it's on camera like that or I record it. It just makes you realize, like, smaller things in the bigger picture. Yeah. So, like, I like to record if I'm, like, going to, like, a busy area. Or, like, I'm going to a show. Or, like, obviously if I'm hiking. If, but I'm, like, there's such so much going on. So, I, I just like to look for, like, little things like that. Does this head actually, like... This relates to something else, but... Um, is there any way you want to take it? Like, if, like do more with it? Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I just do it. I don't do it for like 
I, I'm pretty sure I have like 12 views. Like, I, you know, <laughs> and they're probably like 10 for me. Like, oh, this is sick. Like, <laughs> but like, and usually when I'm recording, like, I, I'm there's already a like there's a song that ha- made me feel a certain emotion. So I tried like, you you know when you hear a song or you like rediscover something, you like feel that emotion for a long time. Yeah. So I feel like when I'm recording, I already kind of have that emotion, and I'm like, oh, the song like kind of. The way, the feelings that that, whatever I recorded spark in me, the song, like, in my head coincides with it. Yeah. So, I I think if, anyway, answering the actual question, I guess. About, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I always thought, I have this idea that I want to rent out, like, an art space and have, like, not a screening, but, like, just maybe have, like, a projector or something just playing my videos and songs and have other people's art. Like, maybe someone's photos. Oh, that'd be cool. Do, like, yeah, I, had, I have it in my head. I know who to ask and I know where I want to do it. And actually, something I thought of a couple of weeks ago. But it'd be cool to have, like, a home movie screening, like, maybe a couple times a year. Yeah. And, like, I have a homegirl who sells earrings, and, like, a lot of my friends would take photos, maybe, like, some bands play at the end. Damn, that'd be tight. But I thought it'd be cool to have little screenings. But I kind of also feel like people don't really care. Like, I'm surprised you guys are asking me. Like, no, like, I, I love them. I like, I've seen really all care. of them multiple times, so. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, like, guess I don't take myself seriously when I do them. I just do it because I like it. And I rewatch them because it's like reliving how I felt at the time. I noticed you're pretty hard on yourself, like oh. as far as like, especially with your music. Like whenever I go see your oh, any of your bands, <laughs> <laughs> you're always like immediately starting to apologize if if you guys aren't good. But I'm I've I have not seen a bad performance from you guys. So thank you. Yeah, I'm working <laughs> on it, and I, I'm learning my goals. I I'm very like I always have goals. I always write them down, like what I want to work on. And I'm I'm really trying to be nicer to myself. And just, like, celebrate for what I've done already. Yeah. Not, like... But I, I do have, like... It's not it's not good enough. You know what I mean? But I think I think artists in general are like that. That's why you, yeah. always, you always create. Because you're always trying to do better. Yeah. You're always trying to better but yourself. But I do need to stop, like, talking about <laughs> shit on myself in front of people. <laughs> it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, that shit makes me nervous. <laughs> yeah. And that's, like, someone's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. And I'd be like, you see? <laughs> Has anybody ever, like, agreed with you on that? No, I mean, like, okay, no. At shows, sometimes you just know when you play a bad, like, you, you know when you play a bad show, and I just have high expectations of how I want it to go. Yeah. But sometimes, like, sound in a shitty venue, it's like, that's the fun of playing a shitty venue. It's not going to sound good. Yeah. But, yeah, but I think otherwise I'm, I need to let it go and just let the moment be itself. Not, like, tell myself, it needs to be like this, and because sometimes I can't do it with what I'm given, so. Yeah. But thanks for watching my videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like and subscribe. Hit the bell. There Comment below. Tell me what you want to see next. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Sheer, you guys released a song earlier this year, right? Uh, yes, Glimpse. Glimpse. Is there any like album or an EP coming soon? Um, y- yes. I think it's gonna be an album. Yeah. We have like twelve songs written. But they're kind of like some of them were still like pieces. We're kind of working it out. Mm-hmm. And Sean is even just from the time we released that song to now, like he's really been learning how to be like an audio engineer oh, okay. recording. So now, like, obviously we're in our little studio. Like, yeah. We can come here and record. <laughs> and like, so we have all of our demos and like kind of pre-production stuff. So we're actually recording like some the real shit on Monday, like starting the drums for a lot of stuff. And I think we're going to do an LP. Yeah, but we're not we're not in any sort of rush, but I think definitely releasing Glimpse kind of held us over in between like the EP. And yeah, now. but Glimpse is actually like super like spontaneous. Like we didn't even have that in in the works. It was it, just something that just came up. Yeah, so we recorded it with Brad Wood, 
Oh, so, okay. And he produced like Smashing Pumpkins, Liz Fair. Like he's a big deal. How did that come about? So, um, well, one of our friends like is in Touche, and Touche records with Brad all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I guess Brad was like, hey, like Brad had um, this guy named Frederick come from Denmark, who was he's learning to be an audio engineer. Mm-hmm. So he was kind of like interning and learning with Brad. He's like, I need a band to come to record a song so I can teach him and show him everything. Yeah. So it just kind of turned out that we had a song written, so we we had something to record like that we could do in a couple of days. So like yeah come on like next week and we'll start recording it so we did it and i wrote the lyrics like the night before and, and yeah and it was amazing it's like that i i'm hard on myself but i'm so <laughs> proud of that song that's a good song it's and a so very good I, song i will say that I, i'm very proud of it and is it just going to be like by itself or is it going to be part of uh, what you guys have coming out i don't know that's a good question <laughs> i guess we could inclu- I, I think we should include it but i i kind of like like just have it on its own it's a song and there's a whole story like with it like yeah it was a learning experience to like learn from like i know the guys like super look up to brad like they they were like i didn't really i don't really know much about like famous producers yeah i'm not a fucking nerd (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so they were super stoked on it and the fact that it was like super spontaneous i i think that i kind of want to leave it as its own little story but it would be nice like if we our next release release if it's on something like a physical format yeah i definitely would want it on there oh yeah me too (laughs) if sean's listening he's probably like yes yes it's gonna be on (laughs) so i would assume so but i'm not sure so i'm not too familiar with your music catalog Mm -hmm. other than your solo stuff Mm -hmm. um to be honest i don't really keep up with it as much as fidel does (laughs) it's not that i hate it it's just that like just don't have time bro (laughs) but it's like but when i heard glimpse it um it got stuck in me dude thank you so that song in particular was really cool um but it it kind of stands out from the rest of what like what you did yeah as uh, as far as like sheer goes of course yeah i think a lot of people will say like from uneasy to the ep it's like everyone's like oh it's a whole new sound like it's not shoegaze like (laughs) i don't think we ever even when we started the band we're not like oh we're a shoegaze band or we're fucking rock and roll stars you know like we just write what we write because the way it makes all of us feel and we like the way it sounds and if it fits into a genre that's fine so you're not rock stars (laughs) (laughs) we're riff lords okay (laughs) and uh, are you the only one that writes lyrics for the band yeah yeah well on on uneasy we had there was a lineup change between uneasy yeah. to the ep so our bass player our original bass player anthony actually wrote cursed again so he wrote the lyrics and he sang on that and jules who also was our drummer and recorded that album he wrote bored to death so he wrote those oh, lyrics okay. but i actually like i don't i don't want to sing someone else's lyrics because i don't i don't want to sing the way someone else felt I feel, oh, like I, I, see. I feel like I can't convey that well. Yeah. It's not my place to say how someone else felt. Oh, okay. So I, I feel like I'm very... That's it. Like, when it comes to writing lyrics, it takes me fucking forever. Like, it'll take me, like, months. Yeah. Either, I'll either write it right there on the spot because I got it all out and it made sense. Or it takes me, like, months to write, like, finish it. Yeah. Because I, I think lyrics are so important. Yeah, yeah. Like Waka Flocka. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so like like Glimpse lyrics, I wrote it like I had like I always feel like I'm trying to narrow down on the feeling of the song and like how it like relates in me. Mm -hmm. 
Sorry to motorcycle. <laughs> Sounds tight. <laughs> Actually, that was just birdie farting. <laughs> Sounds tight. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I wrote the lyrics like a day before. But as far as someone else's lyrics, there's only on Uneasy. And no, nobody is like in the band has like, oh, I want to write a song or. If they want a song, you sing it, you know. But yeah. I, they don't write the lyrics. A lot of them like. Andy sang, and he had a solo project in another band, so he would sing in them. I don't think he's doing that right now. And Sean, I don't know if he'll be mad at saying it, but he's he has a solo project he's working on, so I think he's working for his lyrics for that, and I think Vince as well. Mm-hmm. So we all kind of have other channels aside from just, like, Sheer that we could put those to. But if they had lyrics that didn't want to sing it, like, let's... We would probably work it out. Yeah. But I, I really just feel like lyrics... And the story of the song is so personal. It should be yeah. you. The, you are the best person to tell other people how you feel. Yeah. So I think like, yeah. No, no, yeah, I, I get it. It's um, not a story to share, you know. <laughs> <laughs> how did uh, how did the current lineup come to be of the band? Um. So it, Jules and Anthony kind of we all parted ways after Uneasy. And then we brought Andy on board because Andy played in a band called Louisiana, mm-hmm. and Sheer would play with Louisiana all the time. And they're actually just from like the next town over. Mm-hmm. So we were friends with Andy when we played drums. And then Vince and Sean were close homies. Vince was in Souvenirs. Yeah. So we just know them just through music and go to shows. And it's just like, oh, let's ask them if they want to join. And they did. And it's been a few years now. So. Yeah. So we've been awesome. in a band, I think, for like five or six years. Yeah. Yeah. It's How crazy. long is how long have you been, like, writing your own music? Um, my own full songs. I started writing when I was like fifteen. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, wow. but they, I don't. I couldn't tell you they're good. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. I mean, I was playing guitar before then, but like writing full songs probably not until like fifteen. Hmm. Actually, yeah, fifteen or sixteen. Because I think the first song I wrote. Because I think the first song I, I I started writing songs and I realized like that's the best way for me to explain to myself and others how I feel, and I think the first so- I mean when you're little I would write like oh this is my song and it's about taking a shower you know what I mean but, like, <laughs> yeah. I started writing like a real song like when I, I like I, my mom got really sick and I was like oh I need to like write I would I had a blog I would like write on the blog mm-hmm. and then I was like oh I should probably sing these. That you use it like as a form to like express, yeah, like your grief, I guess. Yeah, or- I just like in songwriting in general, it's like I that if something's like really like physically way, I'm like I just need to write about how I'm feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You use that like <laughs> as an outlet. Yeah. So yeah, to kind of, um, sorry, we can get back to the musical aspect of this conversation after I ask this, <laughs> but um, just to get a little personal with you, where. Where'd you grow up? CB Valle, fool. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. And like growing up in that town, how did um, how did it affect you musically? Like, um, so not not just that, but from from that to who you are today. See me. The stereotypical see me in a music world is corn, cottonmouth kings, and country music. Hell right? yeah. So, <laughs> but I think. <laughs> I think, like, I listen to a lot of butt rock in my time, and that's because of CB Valley. <laughs> Hell yeah, hey, me too, me too. <laughs> Don't forget your roots. Yeah, exactly. Okay? <laughs> but, so I think, I think, actually the reason why I started playing, like, writing my own songs, so, like, put it in my head to do it, is because I, like, had friends who were like, you should listen to Taylor Swift. 
And I did, and I, I fucking, her song slapped. And I was like, and then I, that's part of the reason I was like, oh, well, her songs are just stories, and I could see yeah. the story, you know, because before that, I wasn't really listening to, like, I didn't, I, I didn't, like, recognize the songwriting. I was just, like, listening to the song. Yeah, Tears so. of My Guitar is fucking brutal, dude. Yeah? Yeah. I'm not familiar with her music, so. I, I wow, dig grow her. up, dude. <laughs> 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 no, but, yeah, so I, I've listened to a lot of, like, butt rock, but through that, like, obviously, like, I would. I would also listen to, like, dad rocks. Like, I would listen to, like, classic rock. And, like, then I started listening to, like, Metallica and, like, Iron Maiden. And then because it's a small town, not a lot to do, I spent a lot of time on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, on MySpace, I, like, would listen to, like, there would be, like, local bands. Yeah. My mom wouldn't, like, let me go to shows. So oh, I would, really? like, go to the local band's MySpace. And there's, like, hardcore music or, like, there's, like, grindcore bands. So I'd be like, oh, what, what's their MySpace song? So I can know, what, like, what kind of music they <laughs> listen to. And it was like Winds of Plague. Oh, <laughs> damn. I remember that band. So like, I kind of like would listen to like what everyone else near me in the same town was listening to because I would like look at their internet profile. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's like the most uncool thing I could ever say, but like that's the truth. Like, you got to find music somehow. Yeah, because otherwise I'd, I'd be listening to like some dumb shit and I'd be think, driving a lifted truck. I think that's truck. actually how most people find yeah. like people our age at least because I don't know what the fuck how you find Spotify, Listen to whack shit. <laughs> <laughs> MySpace, but, man. Yeah, like like growing up and like being on MySpace, cause that's yeah. how I. That's honestly that's how I found out about most of like. Yeah, I heard you last episode, Shiny Toy Guns. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think mentioning that band was gonna come back to haunt me. <laughs> but yeah, like Shiny Toy Guns, or like um, growing up in Fontana, like myself, like MySpace was like. The reason I found out about everything going on in LA and like the SFV, yeah. as far as power violence goes, mm-hmm. you know, and that's how I got into contact with like people like um, yeah, because you see something online that's not always like right there in front of your eyes all the time. Yeah, yeah. and you start to make connections like that way. So that yeah, so that's definitely a way to kind of like network and connect your way into a music scene, I suppose, or just not necessarily be a part of it, but listen to it and yeah. appreciate it. So when when did you start getting into like, I guess shoegaze? Did um, you did you ever get really like heavy into it? I feel like I never really paid attention to genre names until like someone called sheer shoegaze, and I was yeah. like, oh, I guess that's what slow dive is. Like I was like, <laughs> I guess you know, I didn't really like pay attention to it. Would you consider sheer shoegaze band? No. Yeah, sure. like she she's said that she has she doesn't. I don't think she was said anything, man. We're just I guess like when people ask me what kind of music is it, I'm like I don't know. I guess like indie rock, and... guitar music. Yeah, it's guitar, guitar music. music. <laughs> yeah, just say rock and roll. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I mean, I, I I guess I would like the first shoegaze band I ever listened to is probably like, I don't know, like Were I guess, and then from there, actually no, I probably listened to Slow Dive before Were. Slow Dive for sure was the first one, and then were, and then I was like, oh, this is all the same type of thing. What, um, is there like a certain band or a certain sound that inspired you to write the way you write for Sheer? No, I just, how everything felt. That's just how it pedal. came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, Sean, Sean approached, so Sheer started because Sean, Sean and our bass player at the time, Anthony, they wanted to start a band, mm-hmm. and me and Sean were actually trying to start a doom band, and oh, I was nice. going to play guitar and sing in the doom band. And then Sean's like, oh, we should write something more, more like pretty. And he's like, you, you like that band Slow Dive, right? And I was like, yeah, I fucking love Slow Dive. He's like, yeah, let's write shit like that. <laughs> so I was like, okay. But to me, like, I'm like, I don't really know what that means, but okay. And then they, we would just jam. 
and I, I already was like writing songs. I've always like at that point I was just writing songs on my own, like playing solo shows and like putting shit on YouTube. <laughs> so I, I would just, I don't know, just write how it felt, and then they would play something. And Sean, Sean really like opened my eyes to like using guitar pedals and like what effects, how effects and stuff would like change your tone, like yeah. more than like I, I knew it, but Sean really like, yeah, he's a fucking gear nerd so like, <laughs> so he's like oh if you play that but you put a little like distortion or reverb or chorus on it it's gonna take it to like a different level so then once i started learning effects i was like okay well, if i play the chords a certain way but i didn't i don't write music because i'm like i'm gonna write a shoegaze song right now just yeah it, like, it's just the way you're feeling it's just how i feel yeah mm, okay because i feel like otherwise it's not genuine and it's unfair for the listener you yeah that's me? true because i feel like music is so powerful you should make music that you actually feel is important. Yeah. Not because you think it's cool. It's going to make you money. And, and I mean, uh, me personally, you can, I can always tell like when there's so much thought and emotion put into a song and I feel, I feel that from your songs. Thank you. So <laughs> I also feel that from Blueface's Tatiana. Yeah. Emotion. <laughs> Damn, that song gets to me. <laughs> I, I felt that song in a special type of way. <laughs> um, what was do you have? Did you guys have a name for the doom band you're gonna start? I don't think so. No, it was just like me and Sean. And I like go to his house and like he tuned one of my guitars to like B standard and I bought a big moth pedal and I was like, <laughs> "Fuck, I rock!" <laughs> and I was like, "I'm so doom metal. I don't even smoke weed." <laughs> yeah, and then and then it just didn't really go anywhere because I think Sean like Sean used to play guitar a lot like like he used to be in hardcore bands like when I was still like in high school. Mm-hmm. And then I think he stopped playing guitar for a while. So I, he was like relearning how to play guitar at the time. So we're like, oh, we want to be, we all, we both like like dune bands. And yeah. we felt like, oh, if we just tune the guitar low and you can play slow and it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just, we're like, yeah, fuck that. Let's just do like sheer. I'm kind of interested in that dune band now. I know. I feel like I'll, I, in the beginning, <laughs> dude, I want to, I think about it all the time. I actually have a couple demos I haven't put out that I, I want them to be doomed, but they're not. You guys should do but, it. I, I really want to. I really want. I want like a baritone guitar and tune it low and like turn my guitar all the way up. That'd be tight. And sing about bong rips. Hell know? yeah. <laughs> bong rips and like Charles Manson. <laughs> Do it, fool. Um, when did you start uh, doing like your solo stuff, the Linda Susan page, which is named after your mom, right? Yeah. Um, that I'm actually pretty interested in more than anything that you're you. kind of doing right now. Um, fuck, another thing that I just realized about you is that you're pretty talented, dude. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you like, just you realized it? <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much. You guys are always well, like, so nice. You got two bands. You make your music. You do your, um, your videos. But the solo stuff to me is so intriguing because it's, it's, it's purely coming from you. Yeah. From somewhere that um because i remember one time like I, I dm'd you and i was like hey dude like this is fucking tired like where'd that come from <laughs> you know and, and i'm like my soul brother <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah and i was like damn hashtag deep <laughs> <laughs> sorry i ruined it but thank you <laughs> no but but i'm interested in that so thank you yeah i mean i get so like oh it's because it's so like personal but yeah, I, if you don't want to talk no, about it, no, dude, it's I don't fine. mind. I don't mind. Like, I okay. So I always I started. I never played in bands really. I always wrote my own stuff because I wrote it because it was for me to tell myself how I felt. Like, yeah, how I was explaining earlier. And so when I 
I started playing in like sheer and and grade school. Like it's fun. It's just a different experience. It's more collaborative. And I would go with like songs that I wrote and say, hey, like like let's jam on this. But it's not my song. It's everyone's song. Everyone yeah. has a part in the writing process. Not just one person. So I I felt like, I guess I do feel like sometimes if I'm feeling really personal. When I'm writing it, it's like almost like I'm telling people how I feel, and sometimes I can't share that with everyone. I have to do it on my own. But I feel like Linda Susan songs are me figuring it out, whereas like Sheer in grade school, it's like I already I already processed it, and I'm like I it's a complete thought. Yeah. And I think that's why like my demos are so like incomplete and scattered because like I'll feel something and I'm like, how does this make me feel? Like let me write about it, and it's not done because I haven't I I don't think I finished dealing with it. And I think that's why I have so much, like, one-minute songs. And and I think as far as, like, actual Linda Susan, like, making it a thing, like, the first things I put on there is because I, I really enjoy, like, covering songs. And yeah. And very, like, I like taking a song that makes me feel a certain way and then me trying to, like, sing it how it made me feel. So I, I did it because I'm like, oh, YouTube isn't cool anymore. Let me make a band cap real quick. <laughs> and so I, 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 there's a, there is a reason why I named it after my mom, but I... I I originally made it for like covers, and then I realized like after being in a band for a couple of years, I was like, I I need to have a place for, I need to let myself know it's okay to have an unfinished song and yeah. share like that I'm not, I can't write whole ass well produced songs on my own. I can't do it on my own. That's why I'm in bands yeah. with smart people and people who know how to like do all that shit. But that that's to me that's what music is. It's like sharing how you felt and it doesn't have to be perfect it just has to make someone feel some way so like like when you guys like listen to it and say something like it's so like it really is like like when someone watches my vimeo page or whatever it's like even like it's like three views or like you know 10 people listen to the song like it's nothing it's not big at all but it's to me it's like thanks for listening to me because i felt like no one was so Mm. like that's like when susan i'm like i'm gonna put it up there I'm just going to share it and like it's part of pushing myself to be like it's okay to be vulnerable and it's okay that maybe you sang a note off tune or your guitar is like super loud right here but it's not about like the song being like acceptable it's about the way the song feels so I and I think like it's just being honest with myself and like letting emotion just be emotion wow that's that's awesome (laughs) thank you yeah um you don't have to answer this next question but is there is there a reason why you named it yeah so i think like i grew up like this i don't know if we want to like i had like a a pretty interesting childhood and i think i know you do too yeah so i think it also is special to me when you listen to my songs so i'm like oh we've been through some shit yeah (laughs) (laughs) so when my mom my mom passed away when i was 16 and but she was sick my whole life so like a lot of the times i'd be by myself like when i first started playing music like at a younger age she'd always like push me so like she was always like she couldn't always be there, like, 100% to me all the time because she was always sick. So, like, yeah. I would always kind of be on my own figuring it out. But she loved music. And every time I would do something music-wise, she'd be like, you're so good. Like, you're doing so good, honey. Like, oh, you're killing it. And I'm like, thanks, Mom. You know? And then she actually got me my first, like, guitar lessons. Like, oh, she, wow. like And she's like, yeah, let's do this. And, like, you know, you should play drums, too. And so she would always push me with music. And, like, she, like, she would always really – any song she heard, even if it was, like – Three Doors Down or something. You know, she wasn't listening to cool music. Let me just clear that up. Three Doors Down is not tight. <laughs> hey, I love it. Hey, I mean, don't get me started on Crypt tonight, brother. <laughs> but like, no, anyway, so she, I, I saw the way my mom experienced music and she would always push me and like, she always, like, she's like my number one fan. 
And growing up, like, my dad was in prison for a big part of, like, my younger childhood life. So it was just my mom was, like, really the only person. She was sick, so, like, I always wanted to be home with her. Yeah. So I would just hang out with my mom all the time. And so she, I just felt like anything music, I was like, oh, I'm, I can't wait for my mom to, like, listen to it. And then, like, she, she passed because she actually got cancer. So, like, when she, her last Christmas with us, like, my brother bought her an iPod Touch. And we put, like, all of her favorite songs on it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would, like, come into, like, like, like I would, like, kind of, like, look in the living room. And she had her iPod on. And she was, like, singing and rocking out. And she just loved music. And, like, when she came home and it was, like, her some of her final days at our house, like, we would just play the same, her iTunes library. And, like, and at a certain point, like, she, you know, she's not, like, conscious like she was like, like she was passing already but like her fingers would be tapping and like oh, so i wow. just felt like she's so powerful and i did like you know obviously this is so, not to make make this like the saddest thing ever oh, <laughs> like <laughs> there was a time when i you know i was going in for like it's just crazy i'm even saying this but like it was a time where i went into like kind of like my last goodbye which is like not really true but ted like the last physical let me hold your hand real quick i knew she she I know she would want me to always, like, keep doing everything I can to, like, just do what I want and just keep pushing. And I told her, like, I'm, like, I'll always make music and I'll always make music for you. And she actually, like, her hand squeezed my hand when I said that. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that's, like, not a lie. It's not, like, it's, like, it it was so, like, moving that I'm, like, I, like, I have to do this forever. And sometimes, like, writing vulnerable songs and music, like, is really hard for me. I want to quit all the time. Especially, like, when we play shitty shows, I'm, like, this is embarrassing. Like, it sounds like shit. I sing off key. Like, so I'm, like, Linda Susan, I'm, like, you, it can be the worst fucking song of all time, but if it made you feel some way and you really felt like those words are how you felt, you put it up and you fucking stay and it needs to be there. And it's not, it's for you and for your mom. So I was, like, this is going to be for her. It's for me, obviously, but she's a part of me. Yeah, of course. So I was, like, I'm going to call it that. But I think people are, like, what the fuck is linda susan you know what i mean like well because you don't look like her that that picture yeah. is her right yeah. that you have on there yeah and she's very like you know very blonde very white I'm like linda <laughs> susan you know and then my brown ass like what the fuck is this <laughs> like, yeah so it's really like her, the signature on the top of the page is her signature and then, like i try to use like originally i was going to use all photos of her but unfortunately we don't really i don't really have photos of her mm. like the photos i have of her she's sick and um, I don't want her to be remembered yeah. that way. I mean, she was still, like, she was killing it still. But I really feel like... I also, like... She... I... I kind of was, like, a surprise baby. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so my mom had me when she was, like, already older. So I never knew her when she was young and healthy and, like, in her prime. She's so always I, just been sick in your eyes. Yeah. Well, that's... She... I mean, she had, like, her okay moments. But she was always kind of, like, going through something. Yeah. So my, I wanted to, like, show photos of her when she was healthy and happy and, like around my age and it's like we were the same person yeah so that's kind of why i named it after that that's all that's beautiful <laughs> that, that was beautiful <laughs> i can't believe i said that <laughs> yeah i don't think i ever told you on that really thank you breaking right here <laughs> <laughs> world exclusive <laughs> um is this betamax so the um, so then how come you started using the the pictures of animals with with cowboy hats on because i didn't really have like any more pictures of her because actually the pictures, the one picture that's a profile picture is like a scan that I was able to have. Mm-hmm. But like all the, the other two for the covers, I like, we had like this slideshow we played at her memorial and I tried to screenshot it from the slideshow. And, but that was like, it's some, like some old file. Mm-hmm. So the, the pictures aren't good. And they're bad quality. 
so some of them weren't salvageable and like what's wrong with a dog wearing a cowboy hat nothing exactly it's so cute those are awesome and it's also kind of funny because like what the fuck is this dog let me listen to it <laughs> yeah and it's me like ah, you know <laughs> um do you do you sometimes have trouble like just uh deciding what songs you're writing for like which project uh yes because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes when i write a song especially right now because gray school and she are writing yeah and i'm just trying to like every time i have a chance to s- sit down and write something so and a lot of times when i write something and i feel like it's it's the accurate feeling like oh i want to use it for limp season you know what i mean like right out the gate so i sometimes i'm like all right i think with the bands it starts with like the instrumental music mm-hmm. but with linda susan it starts with the thought yeah so like if if i'm writing something and it's like a riff i'm like if it's a little bit more fun and peppy it'll be a gray school thing but if it's like a little bit more emotional, it'll be sheer thing. But I think lyrics, lyrics of the band always came after. Oh, okay. And but like Linda's Susan's kind of always a little first. Yeah. And then I the music comes and I'm like, oh, these are my, this is my thought. I'm gonna sit like just play the guitar and whatever comes out happens. But sometimes I'll write a song. I'm like, okay, I know this is cool, but which band's gonna go to? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like there's some like there's some sheer songs that could be gray school songs, and there's some gray school songs that could be sheer songs, and there's a Linda Susan thong- song. Oh my god! Exclusive merch. Merch. Yeah. Anyways, I meant to say song. Okay. <laughs> anyways, there's a like solitude, like one of those songs. Mm-hmm. I feel like sheer probably it should probably should have just been a sheer song, and, and it could have been a better song. But I'm, I still figure it out. Still trying to like. Yeah. I usually now like my, my approach is just go to practice with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> just wing it. Yeah. And, and just like kind of come up with something and we'll like I'll do it more collaboratively now. And then I'll just go from there. <laughs> it's not really anything like cool. I just figure it out, I guess. So grave school's uh, active again then? Yeah. 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 We're back in the saddle, baby. How come you guys t- took the, the it was like a year, right? Yeah. Like I think we're all grave school's always been the secondary band for all of us. Mm hmm. And then, like, we all had different personal things going off, so we had to take, like, a time apart. Mm, okay. And if we had, like, a... We played, like, some culture abuse shows and stuff in between. Like, if it was a cool show, we would do it. Yeah. But we just, like, Daniel had a baby, and, like, I was going through some stuff, Aldo and Goosey, too. So, we, was, we all just had, like, other priorities. But mm. now, like, it's, like, things are settling. Like, we can get back into it. And it's just, like, we always want to hang, but when we always hang, it's, like, let's just fucking jam. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and now we all have more time to do it. So we're like, all right, LP, we're doing it. We're Do you guys all live pretty close to each other? Um, yeah. I mean, now that I I, I moved here to Thousand Oaks from Simi, I'm a little bit farther, not by much, but they all <laughs> live in the valley, so it's like, it's, it takes me like 45 minutes to go. So to it's practice. not really like a hassle to meet up. Or no, anything. and they're like, like all of my bandmates are like my friends. Like they're my friends, and like I'll fucking drive three hours to go hang out with people I <laughs> admire. Like I'm gonna do it, man. Like that's it awesome. Doesn't matter. So yeah, we're active, but. We're, Slowly but surely. You know, I don't <laughs> want to put pressure on us, but I think that's the plan. <laughs> Do you guys have another show coming up anytime soon? No, I don't think I don't think I don't think we have shows. <laughs> I usually find <laughs> out like, oh post a flyer. I'm like, oh yeah, like we have a show. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think there's any shows because we're trying to like, all right, don't come to practice or practice the set for the show, come to practice or write. So I think we're trying to like slow it down. Mm-hmm. But unless there's a fucking popping off show, let's go, dude, <laughs> let's riff. Yeah, because I saw you guys at program when you guys yeah, played with uh, Super Crush. Yeah, that was sick. And and oh, man, I, I wish I would have stayed, but I was like, I was so tired from work. And how was Super Crush? Oh, so good. They're so good. Do you like Teenage Fan Club? Yeah. Yeah, it's like you, you, 
It's like I felt like I was watching Teenage Fan Club. Yeah. And they're sick. Like, they're so cool, and it's such a fun song. And I don't know they're any all... of these bands. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can leave. Yeah, get off. <laughs> but they're all shredders, too. So, like, the whole time I was watching them, I was just, like, watching them all play guitar. Like, what the fuck? What's in <laughs> yeah, it was sick. It was so cool. I love that band. Yeah. Yeah, they're tight. Felt to low is so good. That whole set. Oh, yeah. yeah that was my so first time good. seeing them. Yeah, Spiritual Cramp. They're sick. Yeah. They just have one guy just jamming the tambourine the whole time. That's so tight. <laughs> Yeah, it was such a fun show. So, like, shows like that, like, we're like, yeah, fuck it, we'll practice the set and get back into it. Like, uh, I think like, that they asked us to play that show, and we're like, these, this is sick, we just love to fucking play shows and, like, do fun shit, like, we gotta keep writing, though. So, yeah. it's like, it kind of actually, like, sparked us to keep going. Yeah, and I remember you telling me that, like, you guys did such a great job, because Birdie ended up not going, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. I was like, thank fucking God that guy didn't show up. Like, <laughs> who's this clown at the show? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm not sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Bertie. I love you. Sometimes. If you don't, maybe you say that you paid me. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, do you got anything else? I don't think so. No. No. Well, yeah. I mean, I think we should probably wrap it up there. Then that should be good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you, like, for letting us come to your house and talk to you you know and like you being so open with us like i i really appreciate it thank well first of all thank you guys for coming like three bajillion hours from riverside <laughs> no, but really fine. quick before we wrap it up rapid fire best corn song go best corn song yeah uh probably oh shit that one where he goes like boom bop. yes i was gonna say that <laughs> i was gonna say that one well because for me like i legit still love uh their untouchables album so um, my favorite song would probably be like "Here to Stay" off of that one. Can I also just admit right here on air that in like the tenth grade, I like begged my friend to let me borrow her corn shirt so I could wear it with these green neon pants that I had. <laughs> and I came to work and I put my hair in braids because I was like, "Oh, I kind of want to be like little tiny braids, not all over." And I was like, "I'm gonna channel Jonathan Davis at school real quick, and everyone's <laughs> gonna think I'm so sick." But I didn't have a pair of Adidas. Yeah. <sighs> but I did go to Corn Row, so. Company. Oh, that's right. That's right. So everyone just saw Shout you like Juggalo or what? I mean, I have from see me, so probably, yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen Corn Live? No, have you? Yeah, I saw them a few years ago at Knotfest, like really <sighs> far away. My dad went to Knotfest this past year. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, like literally this last Knotfest he went. Really? He, he like was so shook. He's never been to like a live show. Well, what do you think of it? He was just, she's like, there's people in there like doing the mosh pit. Like, huh? And then he's like, I was sweating like bullets. And <laughs> He's like, yeah, Slipknot is so cool. And then he'll be like, ah! like he like tries to act like he's in Slipknot. He's like, not fast, let's go. And he bought like 10 Slipknot shirts, like literally 10 yeah? on Amazon. And so, like, he's tight. like, which one should I wear to the Slipknot Fest? And he came home from <laughs> Not Fest. He cut up one of the shirts and he has a sewing machine, like he's into sewing. And he sewed his own mask to be in Slipknot. What? That's yeah. fucking tight. <laughs> I, I tried making tight. my own mask when I was like, I think I was a freshman or a sophomore in high school. I tried making Corey's mask, the singer. Oh. <laughs> so, so I like got like some old jeans and I cut the leg. Oh no, this is probably so sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it was bad. Like I uh, I sewed up the top part so like I could just slide it on, <laughs> cut holes. I fucked up my mom's mop oh, and like to put that for the dreads. I spray painted it and when I put it on, it just smelled like Dude, spray hard. paint. Then I threw it away. <laughs> like that shit. <laughs> you put eyes and you try to put eyes once you. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> Yeah, I'm wearing my mask right now. 
but no, like like, like I said, thank you for letting us come here. Yeah, thank you for your kind great. words about mm-hmm. our podcast. Yeah, you guys are awesome, and thank you so like I can't say thank you enough. I appreciate it. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'll have a link in the description for all your projects so people can check them out. Okay. Because they're definitely worth checking out. Thank but you. once again, thank you. Yeah, thank thanks. You.